Doing our bit to avert the very worst of climate change means going beyond nodding along in agreement with those who are sounding the alarm about the dangers we all face from pumping hundreds of billions of tonnes of carbon pollution into the atmosphere. It means we individually and collectively have to make drastic changes in our lives to reduce carbon emissions to beyond zero. How many of us cast our guilt into the recesses and shadows of the mind as we book that next flight or order one more juicy beefsteak that we lament is becoming harder to conscience? A new initiative, the Climate App, is currently in development and aims to help all of us reduce our carbon consumption by socialising and gamifying the task of adjusting our lifestyles for the greater good. There is much more to the Climate App than this, and so in this special episode of Shaping the Future, I am speaking with project founder Sam Neff about who they are, what they need, and when we can expect to participate in this unique effort to help mainstream positive climate action. Please support the Indiegogo campaign to make the Climate App a reality and affirm our willingness to try everything possible to shape a better future. Thank you. Can you start just by telling us what the Climate App is and what it's going to do that's transformative? Sure. So the Climate App is a simple and easy way for people to cut their carbon, but it leverages positive peer pressure to create a movement of action to protect our planet from this climate crisis. And it's transformative because there's nothing out there which is doing what we want to do, basically. We're pulling together all the latest science in terms of carbon data, but also gamification on an app. and the number one reason for behavioral change and that is positive peer pressure that is being influenced by people around you by what they're doing because a lot of people are already cutting their carbon and doing things for the environment but if we can see that if everyone can see what everyone else is doing around them then that's going to have a really nice influence to each one of us to do more and to hopefully reduce our carbon a lot okay so you've mentioned the the sort of positive peer pressure if you like there's also an issue that seems to come up a lot is that people want to do the right thing but quite often they don't quite know the detail of what the right thing is is there some way of bridging that gap with this app Mm, absolutely yeah so this is what we want to really focus on and making it very easy for people and clear to know what are the big steps to do. So for example, we'll have a section in the app called challenges pages. It looks very much like Duolingo. So you've got these kind of little icons, little bite-sized actions that you can take. So it'll be quite clear that the number one action you can take right now is to switch to green energy. And here's a link, you can do it straight away. Okay, the next thing is let's track your meat intake. Let's see over time if you can get it down to a sensible amount. We can create graphs and data as well, but we need to make that easy for people to do. And then you've got other things like, well, actually the number one thing you can do is to have one less kid, but I don't know if we can put that in the app to try and uh, certainly not get rid of one of the kids, yeah, um, yeah. but have one, and have one less kid. But then, you know, you can do things like reducing the amount of driving you can do switch to an electric vehicle or you know car share and, and various other actions when you say look at your meat intake for example will you quantify in some way present the user with an idea of what impact that has yeah absolutely so simply it, it will ask you your baseline first of all so how you know often do you eat your meat how many meat meals do you have per week let's say it's uh, seven and then every week will ask you how many have you had how many meat meals and then it will show you the carbon equivalence of this so when you first sign up to the app it asks you six questions After those six questions we can create a very rough 
carbon footprint value for you. So let's say that's 20 tons, 20 tons of CO2 per year. Now, once you're reducing your meat intake, you'll be able to see how much carbon that is saving. So your carbon footprint will go down and you'll start getting awards and medals and it'll make you feel good. And it also, if you've managed to reduce it by, let's say 50%, it'll create some posts so other people can see what you're doing as well. So will you be able to create teams of users, people that you are in your own network with or anything like that? Yeah, so this touches upon two very interesting things. So one is you can just follow a lot of your friends and family and see what they're doing as well. Similar to Instagram and Facebook where you know, you want to see what your network's doing. And then you can see nice statistics of you and your network have saved 100 tons of CO2 via this app and 10% of your friends are vegan and all these interesting things. But then there's this other interesting idea, which I think is a secondary feature, which we may be looking at at one point, which is where you have teams kind of competing against each other and groups and maybe even organizations and they try and, you know, compete to reduce as much CO2. But you've got to be really careful of doing this because I think our feeling is that if anyone's doing any small action, it needs to be rewarded, it needs to be good. You don't want the situation where if you're low down on the leaderboard, you start feeling like you're not doing enough. Anyone taking a step in the right direction really needs to be rewarded and supported. So we've got to be careful about the competition thing, but there can be an element of that because, of course, some people do get inspired by that kind of thing. What if you've got a very serious group of people who is, you know, they're really into it, taking it seriously, and there's one guy or girl in the group and they just mm. love flying away <laughs> on, a, on a weekend city break? Every, I mean, exactly. will that be factored into this carbon footprint? Well, I think at the moment we're not looking for this group group versus group kind of thing. Okay. It's mostly on the individual and you can see what each other's doing. And, and, you know, if someone is flying a lot, if they have to fly a lot for work, if they start to think about how to replace that with other forms mm-hmm. and they you know take some actions towards that, that needs to be highlighted and shown to the network. And I think they'll be able to see the impact of their changes. You know, my friend, for instance, didn't fly for several years. That had a huge impact on me. No one else knew about it, but that was one of the reasons why I started this project. But these small things really do inspire each other. And so if if someone does have to fly a lot and they start to make the change, you know, that is a big thing. Okay. I suppose part of what I was driving at, it's not so much about beating someone with a stick for for not putting their weight. It's more about opening you up to ideas you haven't considered before in terms of a way of life or just what you consume, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Someone described it quite nicely a few days ago where we were the kind of gateway to a lot of other amazing projects and organizations so you can kind of go to the climate app and then find out about all these other ways of living sustainable or these other brilliant projects out there which can make your life a lot more natural or sustainable and things like this when i watched your video as part of the fundraiser there's a big emphasis on the team there's Mm. a, a big group of you who have all been working so far voluntarily. Can you talk a bit about the experience baked within the team and how that's all fed into it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so proud of everyone on the team and just so lucky as well. So it was about a year ago where I started to grow the team and, and you know, really did, did happen very organically through some posts on on Facebook, you know, into various groups that I was part of, you know, XR and such. And some people just absolutely loved the idea. And we started to grow a few core members And then, you know, some people like they'd invite other people to the team. Like, I think this person would be really good. Uh, And now we're probably about 25 um, really dedicated volunteers covering 
developers, designers, community builders, finance, and myself, who, who knows what I do. Um, <laughs> but um, then there's a nice big group of helpers as well. And, you know, an extra pool of over 30 people who dip in and out and can help with direction here and there. We're more than 50 volunteers really helping to make this thing happen. And I've got a bit of experience with entrepreneurship for over the last 10 years, creating this other project called 8 Billion Minds, which is this live learning platform, free live learning for people around the world. So I've learned how to kind of create these things in a way to just allow people to get on with their own mm -hmm. skill to make sure that the process isn't frustrating or, or anything for people. So it seems to be working and, and there's just some brilliantly talented people on the team. I can't say who's doing what because some people don't like to, their company to know that they're doing their second project, but we've got people working at Sky, WhatsApp, uh, rapid scale startups, oh. uh, myself from NASA and Airbus now. And yeah, there's, you know, UX designers who are just brilliantly talented as well and, and really spending a lot of time on the project. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a privilege really to have a great bunch of people working on it. That's cool. Assuming that you, you get funding and everything, how far away are you from a sort of go live or beta go live? Yeah, so we're doing this crowdfunding campaign right now. Um, I think today we reached 71% and we're trying to raise 20,000, but we've only got five days left. So this is going to go down to the finish. I mean, it's really difficult running a campaign, especially with no money and you're not, we're not really selling things. Um, but 277 people have backed the campaign so far. 277 amazing people have put money in to, to try and make this thing happen. Um, and so assuming that we're successful in five days, uh, then um, the idea is pretty much spent all of that money on development. So we've created the alpha app. We've created the beta apps designs. The beta app is basically the, the professional app, what it looks like. So all the money will be then put into developing the beta app. Uh, that will take maximum of four months. So ideally four months from now, which uh, so let's say January of 2021, we'll have something that we can start to, to send out to people, maybe February. And you basically push it out and you, you get lots of feedback, reiterate it to, to be what users want. This is the thing that a lot of people make the mistake. They have an idea and they create what they want, but really you've got to get a lot of user feedback and develop it to how people want to use it. So there'll be a process of that for a few months, but we hope at end of January, beginning of February, that people can start downloading it and start to form it, let's say. And obviously people who are interested, who are learning about this as it's moving forward, can register through your website and become part of that feedback group. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a nice bunch of about 10 people who are waiting patiently to test the alpha app. As soon as this campaign's finished, then I can, I can get moving on that side of things. But yeah, if people go to the climateapp.earth website, they can sign up and leave their email address and get in contact with us that way or, or reach us on any of the social media channels. You know, we've got a, a nice bunch of people running that and even to be part of the team you know a lot of people who are just who just love the idea want to want to help out they start helping out and you know after a bit of time it's quite obvious whether or not you should be a part of the part of the core team really and in a way you know this is a, a positive lifestyle app that's underpinned by a hugely important and very very serious challenge that, that we all face to decarbonize and to try and restore in, you know, much of what humans have destroyed. Mm -hmm. And it feels like this is one of those tools that fits into that agenda for, for rebuilding what, we, what we've taken down. Mm -hmm. 
how would you ultimately like to see this project play out in one, five or 10 years? Mm. Yeah, so, so this, I mean, this issue is so, so huge that no one project can try and fix it themselves. We've got to attack this from as many angles as we can. And this one kind of attacks it, <laughs> attacks it or approaches it from a societal point of view. You know, we need to change society, how we change, how we do things as individuals. You know, we've got power, each of us, when we buy things and, and you know, we've got votes in, in our actions. But we can also use the app and the movement of, of the people around the app to really apply pressure to the system and to, to apply pressure to politicians, to, to enact bigger policy and, and to aim bigger and to show that there's a lot of people wanting change and they, they don't mind, for example, a carbon tax on flying because there, sh there really needs to be. You know, we should not be able to fly from one country in Europe to another country for 10 pounds. You know, the amount of carbon that's emitted is is destroying the future of our species. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous. So we, we can use the app and challenges to, you know, do simple things like writing letters to, to politicians and, and attending protests. So, so there is a slight more of um, activism that we can use in the app as well. But we're also partnering with lots of companies which are creating the technology that we need. Because of course, you, you've got to have the solutions as well. So, yeah. so there, you know, there's lots of other amazing organizations which are trying to fix the, the issue from that direction you know so we really got to work together and all get this to happen to to really change things to be more sustainable and low carbon you think there's an opportunity i mean i think the activism side is is really interesting and, and it's almost about normalizing this kind of activism and making it mainstream because when we can do that that's when we can really as a society have a more influence over our, our policy makers as well which at the moment this seems you know pretty wayward yeah absolutely i mean it almost shouldn't be called activism you know because this once you get this issue and you go how and you see how ridiculous it is that we should be leaving all the carbon underground we shouldn't be burning anymore and we're on course for a runaway heating effect you know we've literally got eight years left to be, be carbon neutral i mean once you get these things and, and see the projection we're on it's like Titanic going straight towards the iceberg. Turning from the iceberg is an activism. It's just logic. It's common sense. And that's, that's really what everyone's got to be doing is, is just is waking up and taking some action and working together on this thing. So yeah, it is activism, but you know, in hindsight, it will be the, the sensible people were trying to avert the crisis and a lot of people had their head in the sand, you know, as I, as I think it will be. Fantastic. And I think the first, small bit of activism or wise action that someone could do would be to donate to your campaign. <laughs> I, absolutely, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, it, it, it is, you know, really important at the end of the day that we do have a strong, you know, strong groups of people kind of showing what, what we can do and, and making it easy for others. And that's what we're hoping to do is just to really make it super easy for other people to get started and to, to, to form networks and, and to work together to get this thing to happen. Um, so, you know, we're not, we're not trying to raise a huge amount. We're trying to raise 20,000. We've almost hit 15,000, but we really do need people to put, you know, some of their hard earned cash in to make this thing happen. And of course it is the most important issue of our time. I think Corona crisis is bad. Just you wait for the climate. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, terrible. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we really do need people to help make this thing happen. 
Well, brilliant, Sam. Thank you. And to you and all of your team. And I really hope that this takes off. So thanks awesome. a lot. Thank okay. you so much, Nick. Cheers. Thank you.